Hey, y'all. Welcome back to our Mind Over Money podcast. I'm your friend Jerry Tolliver here. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking more about smart financial goal setting. Now, we've talked about goal setting before, but we didn't never we didn't talk about it in this way. Uh, I want to give you an actual plan, a strategy on how you can set smart financial goals for yourself. Now, SMART is an actually an acronym that a lot of people have probably heard before, but if you've never heard of this acronym before, SMART goal setting is really um, an effective approach to setting goals to help you achieve financial goals life goals, uh, health goals, any kind of goal that you want to achieve, you can really implement this strategy uh, in order to make it happen. So let's talk about SMART and what it what it really stands for. So the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, the A stands for achievable, the R stands for relevant, and T stands for time bound. Now, this is a very easy framework that you can use. Um, Anybody can use this really, no matter what kind of goals that you're setting. But since today we're going to be talking more about financial goals, I want to make sure that we cover this today because I want to ensure that you, first of all, have some very well-defined goals, they're achievable, and we understand that you have a timeline, a deadline on how you're going to make this happen. And so let's start with the S in specific, specificity, and is the crucial aspect of really uh, achieving your goals. Now, a lot of people, when when they say they want to do something, they're very vague about it. And I want you to practice this with me today. And if you're a person that wants to achieve something, let's say financially, let's say you have a money goal uh, and you want to create a plan and actually put some action behind it, then the only way, in my opinion, you're going to be able to do that is to become very specific about what you want to do and how you want to do it. And so what does that look like? Instead of saying, well, Jerry, I want to save money. You want to say, well, I want to save $10,000 over the next year so that I can have a down payment on a house or so that I can buy uh, a week's long vacation out of the country. These, this is very specific. Um, another example, a lot of, I have a lot of small business owners that come to us and they ask us uh, for a business credit and business funding. And one of the questions that we ask them is, well, how much are you looking for? And the most popular answer that we get is however much that I can get. Now, if that's not the vaguest answer I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> it is. And it's not specific at all. In fact, the problem with these kind of answers is that you leave things up to chance. And when you leave things up to chance, there is a very high probability that you're not going to make it happen, that it's not going to come to fruition for you because you're not committed to it yet, actually. And that's the reason why you leave it up to chance. Because when you're committed to something, you don't leave anything up to chance, do you? 
when you're committed to getting that new job, you study very hard about the company, you prepare for the interview, you want to make sure that you make a good impression, you show up with a suit and tie, and you look good, you smell good. You don't leave it up to chance. When you're going on a first date, you don't leave it up to chance, right? You you go to the date, you leave your best impression, you look good, you smell good, you ask good questions, you you're you're attentive, right? That's this is what we do when we're committed to something. And so if you're committed to something, you have to be very specific about what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, so that you can move on to the next uh, letter, which is M, which is measurable. See, once you determine that I want to save $10,000 to put down money for a house payment, then you have to determine, well, when am I going to do this? <laughs> when? Like, what, what measurable aspect of this goal will allow you to track your progress because everything needs to be measurable. You have to track your progress and you have to create what we call milestones. So what milestones are you going to create for yourself? So let's go back to the same um, example of saving $10,000 to have that down payment for the house by next year. Well, what does that look like? Maybe the first milestone is saving your first $1,000 in 30 days or 60 days. Then your next milestone is saving $2,000 in the next you know, 90 days. What, whatever the goal is, right? You have to have some milestones so that you know that you're on the right track. And the only way you're going to be able to set these milestones is by creating a specific goal. So that specific goal, which was I want to save $10,000 to have a house payment over the next one year. Well, what does that milestone look like? It means you have to save money for the down payment. It means that you have to find a home in an area that you want to live in. So maybe that looks like, you know, narrowing down the top three communities or the top three areas that you want to live in. Uh, maybe it looks like saving, you know, $10,000 for the down payment. Maybe it looks like paying down your credit card debt so that you can have a lower debt to income ratio. Maybe it looks like getting a job that pays you a higher wage or picking up a second job so that you can make more money. Whatever that looks like, y'all, you have to create those measurable milestones so that you know that you're on the right track. It's just like a marathon. When you when you run a marathon, most of the time they have like these markers, markers or buoys that show you how far that you've run. So if you've run one mile, then you'll see a marker. If you run two miles, three miles, you see a marker. And these markers are milestones that are showing you how far you've come from the starting line. That is what it's showing you. It's measurable. So you have to do the exact same thing for your goals if you want to make this happen. The next letter is the A, which is achievable. Now, I I will never tell somebody, let's, let's just get this clear. I will never ever tell someone that they're aiming too high when it comes to their goals. It's something that I'm not going to do. But what I will do is... Whatever goal that you have, I don't care how high it is. What I want you to do is I want you to be realistic at the same time. And what I mean by being realistic is that you don't want to set your your sights off too far too soon. Now, there's, you know, there's a a different way. There's different ways to create goals. You have your long-term goals, then you have your short-term goals, right? And let's just 
you know, let's just assume that we're talking about short-term goals. And so short-term goals can be, I want to save $10,000 for a house in the next year. Um, Some people's goals is I want to get $100,000 in business credit in 30 days. But there are some things that sometimes stand in the way that does not make it achievable, right? So achievable goals means if you want to get $100,000 in business credit for your business, then you have to meet some qualifications. And this can be a goal by all means, right? But you have to know what you need to do in order to qualify. So that means that you have to have good personal credit. It means that you have to have revenue in your business. It means that you have to have, you know, some tax returns or, you know, some business credit established. There's some things that you have to establish in order to make that goal a reality. And so sometimes I do find that when people set their sights off too high too soon, then they create frustration for themselves. And when they get frustrated, they get demotivated. And when they get demotivated, then they don't do anything. They get stuck. And that's, That's just not what you want to happen, right? You want to stay motivated. You want to stay encouraged, um, but you don't want to create a wall for yourself that you're going to keep hitting over and over again. If anything, the type of goal that you should be setting for yourself, it should stretch you. It should challenge you. It should make you go, hmm, a couple of times, actually. And it should create light bulb, light bulb moments where you feel, figured out something that you didn't know before. So it should definitely stretch you. It shouldn't be too easy, that's for sure. But it also shouldn't frustrate you so much that you give up. Uh, And so whatever that looks like, I just want you to create achievable goals for yourself so that you can really heighten the potential of you actually meeting them. And then lastly, the relevance. Well, actually, that's not the last one. The R is the second to the last, which is relevance. So you do want your goal to be relevant and you want it to align with your overall financial priorities and what you aspire to achieve, meaning that it should mean something to you. It should have some personal significance and impact to you so that you can be motivated and stay focused on it. Because generally what happens is if you don't fit your goals into your own priorities and values, it won't align with that. And when you're not in alignment, it creates confusion. And unfortunately, confusion doesn't create results. So if you want to you know, live a life of freedom, a total freedom, then you may want to reconsider buying a home, right? Because if you buy a home, then you're going to be tied to this house. You won't have a lot of flexibility to move whenever you want to move and go wherever you want to go because you have this financial obligation that you have to take care of. Now, you may have some flexibility there where you can rent out the home or Airbnb the home or, you know, whatever the case is, right? But if it's not, relevant to your goals and you may want to reconsider buying a home. So, you know, think about what do I really truly want to achieve? What do I aspire to experience? And then create your goals around that because you really don't want to have goals that frustrate you. You don't want to have goals that you're not motivated to achieve. You don't you don't want to have goals that you know, that that just don't keep you focused and encouraged and happy. 
you want it to really set goals that are relevant and aligned with what you actually want to experience in your life. So, you know, that's the best example that I can give you is freedom. Cause a lot of people say that they want freedom, but they make decisions that don't contribute to that idea of having actual freedom. Um, so just make sure that your goals are relevant to what you actually want to experience in your life. And then lastly, time bound. Now, what this means is you need to have a deadline, point blank, period. Um, if you don't have a deadline, your goal will lack direction. If you don't have a deadline, it's open ended. It's an open ended goal and open ended goals don't close. It's just like a credit card. When you have a credit card, you use it, you pay it off, you use it, you pay it off. It never closes. Right. So you have a lot of flexibility there. But with your goals, you don't want to leave yourself too much flexibility because there's no urgency in that to get it done. So you want to create urgency. You want to hold yourself accountable to something. But most people that don't want accountability, they never set deadlines. When you ask them, when are you going to get something done? They pause, they avoid the question, they change the subject. And that's because they're not committed to it yet. <laughs> they don't have enough direction yet in order to make it a reality. And so if you want to hold yourself accountable to something, you need to set some deadlines. You want to make sure that this house that you want to buy, you want to get this done in the next one to two years. This trip that you want to take, you want to get this done in the next eight months. You want to get it saved up in the next eight months. This emergency fund that you want to build, you want to save $1,000 in six months. You're going to set aside $200 every single paycheck or every single month, whatever, whatever you need to do, right? You have to set yourself on a deadline because people that don't have deadlines don't get things done. In fact, if you don't have a deadline, you have a dream. You don't have a goal. You have a dream and dreams are not goals. Dreams are just dreams. They're something that could happen if you decided to take it seriously. But dreams die every single day. Every single day, there is a great, there's graveyards filled with dreams that were never accomplished, that were never brought to fruition because people never, they never created goals around those dreams. They never set deadlines around those dreams. Could you imagine watching a basketball game or a football game that doesn't have a shot clock? Or could you imagine watching a, a football game that never ends where nobody ever wins? There's there's no there's nothing exciting about that. So you've got to create some deadlines for yourself so that you know what does it mean and what does it look like for you to win this game of goal setting or you know reaching your goals and aspirations. You know, you've got you've you've got to do that. I mean, honestly, and most people fail at doing this, but I can assure you that if you set yourself some deadlines, you are going to hold yourself accountable. Make sure you tell other people about it. Tell other people, look, hey, I need you to hold me accountable to this deadline. I want to, you know, save this money by this date. I want to participate in this bodybuilding contest and there's a deadline for that you got to get your body ready by a deadline but could you imagine if you didn't have a deadline to participate in a bodybuilding contest you probably come there with the craziest body you wouldn't work as hard there's no urgency there uh, and so just make sure that you set some deadlines I cannot harp on that 
more <laughs> because it's so, so, so important. And so, you know, I'm just going to just review that that framework, okay? The SMART goals is having specific goals, making sure that you're very specific about what you want to do and how you want to do it when you want to do it. Measurable goals, ensuring that you're tracking your progress. Achievable goals, goals that actually stretch you but are not too far out where they're going to frustrate and, you know, make you demotivated. <laughs> you want relevant goals that uh, that really do align with your aspirations and priorities. And then you want time-bound goals that have deadlines set for you to actually meet them. So that's the framework that you want to follow when it comes to goal setting. And this is literally going to help you make more money, save more money, have higher credit scores. You're going to be able to achieve more in your life. You're going to have more freedom uh, and you're going to be motivated along the way. And so take this information, write down your goals, really start being very strategic and very intentional about this. And I can assure you and promise you that you're going to have great results down the line. So thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. Let me know in the comments below, or if you're you know listening to this on any of the uh, streaming platforms and send us an email at contact flycredit.com that's contact at flyycredit.com and let us know what kind of goals are you going to be setting for yourself and what steps are you going to take today or if you have already set some goals for yourself what about today's podcast helped you become more clear about how you can revamp your goals make them better so that you can actually achieve them but until next time, y'all, again, my name is Jerry Tolliver. Thank you for joining me for the My Mind Over Money podcast episode today. And I will see you for our next episode. <laughs> Take care.